So Thomas, uh, you know, before getting a transplant, we have two options. Either we go for a living donor in our family, immediate family, or we register for a, you know, transplant from hospitals. So uh, I'm sure you must have also registered for a transplant. Uh, can you please elaborate uh, a little for our American listeners, American viewers, to what is the entire process to register for the transplant? Sure. Um, transplant is not like a surgery that you can just call up the doctor and ask for one. Um, you, you do need to qualify for a transplant, especially a liver transplant. Um, <clears throat> so you have to have real signs, clinical signs, medical signs, you might say, that your liver is in failure or that you have primary liver cancer. I did not have primary liver cancer. You also have to be well enough, so you need to be medically certified that you will actually survive the transplant, um, the surgery, and the recovery. My surgery was 14 and a half hours. It's a long surgery. You need to be able to live through it. And lastly, that you're not considered a risk of failure due to substance abuse. So there are people who do uh, arrive on the transplant list who have gotten there via substance abuse. I did not get there via substance abuse. And so there is additional requirements for them to make sure that they will be compliant. And I can tell you post-transplant, and we'll get to that at some, some other point, um, there, is, there is a bit of a, a requirement um, to, to maintain a healthy lifestyle after you've received the gift of life. So once you qualify for transplant, you don't get your surgery the next day, you're entered on a wait list. It's a long wait list. And your spot on the wait list is determined by a statistical score called the MELD, or if you're a child, it's the PELD. And it really stands for the model of end-stage liver disease. Those are put together, those scores are put together from various medical tests that they run using blood work and other things. And so you can also get exception points, which kind of bonus points, which means somebody's determined that you're actually sicker than the numbers. That was my case. My meld out of a, you might say zero to 40, um, never rose past 11 or 13, somewhere in that range. Here in Pittsburgh, in this area, geographically, I needed a 15 to get listed. So a 13 with nothing is not gonna, not gonna cut it. So, with my onset of spontaneous bacterial peritonitis, they gave me extra bonus points, you might say, got me to a 17, which got me listed. My actual meld never rose to a 15 between being told I needed a transplant or I would die within the year and to actually having the transplant about eight months later. So now you got this meld score, you're on the list. The list is also sorted by blood type, body size, and geography. So every geographical region does have a, you might say, a short list on its own. And you'll find that in North America, you'll find people listing themselves in multiple locations. And wow. there's an advantage to doing that. So now you're on the list, you're certified, and everything's, everything's a go. Well, now you wait in line. So when I hit the list, being told that I had 12 months to live, I spent a few months getting certified and whatnot, so time is expiring. 
And when I hit the list, for me, the, the wait was about three and a half years. So I can do the math. 12 minus something is never going to be greater than three and a half years. So uh, how you skip the line, you bring your own liver to the party. And that's exactly what I did. Um, so really going from being told I had about 12 months to live and to actually receiving the gift of life was about eight months to the day. So that's the one way to do it is bring a living donor and those living donors must also be certified for their surgery. My sister, who was my donor, um, was in surgery for probably seven and a half hours or so. Um, and I can, I can go into great detail as to how that surgery is done. It's, it's quite involved, but just the, the short of it is, is that they must be certified for surgery. They also need to be certified for psychological uh, reasons so that they know the commitment that they're making. They're putting their life on the line. Um, and it's a, it's a very important thing for them to understand the commitment that they're making, that it might all go bad from a really, really uh, critical standpoint. And then the matching criteria for matching livers to um, to recipients is the same. So you can't just bring a living donor and they just do the surgery. You still have to go through the whole matching process. Okay, so um, 14 odd long surgery. Oh my God. <laughs> nice. And, uh, you know, uh, in in US, in America, uh, in North America, so the people are registering themselves for donating organs, but in India, the list is so long, people have to really wait for years and years for the organ to receive. So I'm sure this will go higher here in India as well. <laughs> 